Hello, everyone. This is Jonathan Little, and I'm here today with the 30th episode of Weekly Poker Hand. Thank you very much for being here. If you were not listening or watching this, I would not be making these. So thank you very much. I hope you enjoy them. And if you do like these episodes, please share them with your friends. I I want to help as many poker players as I possibly can with these podcasts. And with your help, we can tell everyone. So this hand comes from the World Series of Poker main event. If you guys remember back to last episode, I was against this player who was the calling station with ace-queen. So in this hand, the blinds are now 200-400, and this um, calling station player raises to 1,000 out of his 65,000 chip stack from second position. And I decide to call on the button with 5-2 suited. This may seem a little bit speculative, but 5-2 suited really is a decent enough hand to see a flop in position against someone who I think is going to be a little bit too prone to make loose calls after the flop. My plan with this is to sporadically bluff in spots where I think it's very unlikely for me, or very likely for me to be able to steal the pot, which may not be a great idea versus a calling station, or to make a very strong hand and then get paid off for a huge amount. The big blind calls as well. I don't really know too much about him. The flop comes 10, 8, 3, 2 clubs, which is great for me because I have the 5, 2 of clubs. So the calling station bets 1500 on the flop into the 3600 pot. And whenever the initial raiser raises from early position and then still bets into two players on a middle card board, it's quite likely that my opponent thinks he has a decent hand. So I'm not really looking to raise at this point because, especially since my opponent doesn't think that I, or at least he knows I'm capable of bluffing, against someone like that, I don't want to be bluffing in the very near future or in the very um, shortly after that bluff got caught because my opponents may think I'm on tilts and just trying to win the pot or whatever. So I like to call and I'm calling mostly because whenever I hit, I want to get paid off hugely. And at the same time, I don't want to raise because I may get re-raised if my opponent has an overpair. And that would be pretty bad because then I would perhaps have to fold my flush draw, which is the exact opposite of what I want to do. And the big blind folds. So now we're heads up. The pot's 6,600, and the turn is the six of clubs, which is fantastic. My opponent bets 2,000 into the 6,600 pot, and at this point I have to ask myself, if I raise, will my opponent ever fold a hand like ace of hearts, ace of diamonds for just the naked pocket aces? And I don't really think my opponent's going to fold that hand if I make a small raise on the turn. However, I'm not too sure I'll be able to extract a lot of value on the river. And... For that reason, I think calling is ideal. And also, my opponent could conceivably have a flush. If my opponent has a flush, that would be a disaster. And I definitely don't want to raise and then get re-raised, which I think my opponent may do if he has something like Ace of Clubs, Ace of Diamonds. And he would also do that if he has something like any bigger flush than mine. So I don't think I actually want to raise, because if I raise and my opponent responds with any amount of aggression... I have no clue what to do, and I certainly don't want to play for all of my chips with this hand. Even though this is a very strong hand, and I am against someone who I think is a calling station, this is not a spot where I think I want to actively put in my entire stack. So I think calling is going to be the right play. Then if the river's a club and my opponent bets again, I can easily fold. If he bets the river, I can then either call or raise, depending on the vibe I get. And if he checks, I can definitely go for value. So the river's the ace of diamonds. Now, I still have a flush and the five high flush, um, three-card flush on the board, two in my hand. So this is a very strong hand. My opponent checks the river, and the pot is 10,000. If you remember back to the last episode, I got caught bluffing when I bet over the size of the pot. 
So when the river's an ace in this scenario, I don't really think my opponent has an ace or pocket aces at this point. I think I'm going to be against mostly either a 10 or an overpair, or perhaps some busted draw that's not going to pay me off no matter what I do. So I think I want to make another very big bet to try to trick my opponent into thinking that I'm bluffing again. I think this is a somewhat sophisticated play because I just did the same thing with a bluff. But at the same time, I think this is a, this is a spot where I think that it's going to work against my opponent because I don't think he's ever going to fold a 10 if I take the same line. So the pot's 10,650. I definitely like a large bet. And I do make a large bet of 14,000. And I'm making this large sizing thinking that my opponent will call with a lot of worse made hands. Whenever you pick a large sizing on the river like this, you always want to be very confident that your opponent will actually call with something like pocket jacks or jack 10. If your opponent will find a fold with those hands, then this large bet becomes a really big mistake because now you have to ask which hands are you getting value from, especially if you don't think your opponent has an ace because he'd probably bet that on the river a lot of the time. Um, And the answer is not very many. Your opponent has to have two pair better and he'd probably bet with those as well. So this bet is only a good play in conjunction with the previous bet I made on last week's hand. If I did not have that history with this player, I definitely would have bet smaller, probably around 6,500 or so, which would be my standard-ish bet in this spot. But against someone who I already have an aggressive dynamic with, I like a bet of larger than the size of the pot. And my opponent calls, and I lose again. (laughs) He shows up with the king-jack of clubs for the second nut flush, which is sort of interesting. I think my opponent actually played his hand pretty poorly. I like his flop continuation bet, but whenever he gets there on the turn he definitely should be betting much larger. By betting smaller, he gives me the opportunity to get off the hook with a lot of my flush card, with my flush hands. I mean, in this scenario, I certainly was not planning on folding at any point with my flush. And if my opponent just bet the turn and then bet the river very big, I would have just called the turn, called the river, and lost a huge amount of chips. And instead, notice I lost, I did lose a pretty good amount. I lost 20,000 chips or so. But I would have happily lost a lot more. And this is a scenario where my opponent got a little bit too creative, I think. And then his just call on the river, I think that was also a very bad play. Even though I could conceivably have the ace high flush, it is possible. It's so much more likely that I have either the queen high flush, 10 high flush, 9 high flush, 7 high flush, etc. So even though I lost this hand, I actually think I really got let off the hook by my opponent. And when my opponent let me off the hook in this scenario, I actually ended up taking these chips and doing well with them throughout the rest of the event. If you guys want to read through some of the other hands I played, I have an ebook that I self-published recently called The Main Event with Jonathan Little. You can actually get that at jonathanlittlepoker.com slash main, M-A-I-N. And I think it's a, it's a really cool book. A lot of people are really enjoying it. It made it to number one on Amazon in the poker section. And it is effectively a hand history review of my live 2014 World Series of Poker that I ended up cashing. Um, It's also set up in a quiz format, similar to some of my other books, like Secrets of Professional Tournament Poker, which a lot of people really loved. So if you like the quiz format and you want to see all of the hands that I played throughout the World Series of Poker main event, definitely check that out, uh, jonathanlittlepoker.com slash main. So thank you very much for watching. Let me know what you think. If you think this 5-2 suited hand was just blatantly crazy and... Totally unnecessary. Let me know if you think this was pretty standard and I got lucky to not lose more chips. Let me know that too. Thank you very much for watching or listening if you're listening on iTunes or on the radio. And I will talk to you next time.